Welcome to TA1, everything you wanted to know about adventure racing and then some. And we are currently 12 hours into the World Championships in Brazil with Seagate taking it easy and already got a 30-minute lead. So go Seagate. Uh, I have him as number one in my fantasy league. Um, I think I got some good picks other than there are a couple that I just I had to pick because of the people on them. So... They may not do as well as I think they will. But. So this week we finish our journey journey with uh, Katie Farrington, um, who was the, uh, <clears throat> I don't want to say the heart and soul of the team, but seemed to have a lot to do with, with how well they did. Um, interesting conversation about a lot of different things, so. Um, we're just going to roll right into it so I can get this done, get it up, and go to the Telluride Mountain Film Festival. So, hell, go fast, take chances, and we'll talk to you next week. Hello. Thanks for listening. Katie, this is Randy. Hey, Randy. How are you? Good. The technology is working again. How about that? <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's always yeah. good. At uh, you, you know, you'd think by now I would have it down, but it's still always—it's always still sort of a miracle. All this technology <laughs> stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, how you? How have you been? That there's good. an easy question to been, start with. <laughs> been, yeah, I've been doing good. Been been pretty busy, and um, but but good. Life is good. <laughs> That's great. So here's my question. Here's my first question. No, second question now. Which have you learned more about adventure racing from being a mom, or more about being a mom from adventure racing? A <laughs> <laughs> mom. <laughs> um, uh, learn more about adventure racing uh, from being a mom. I think <laughs> uh, so. mainly uh, with regards to uh, sleep deprivation. Oh, see, there you go. Plus, <laughs> plus dealing with children during the middle of a race, right? Once in a while. Uh, there you go. Yep, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is. Um, I was. I was kind of thinking about this earlier today, and you're one of the racers that that my history, so to speak, goes back a long ways, back to Untamed in ten, I think it was. When you guys raced, so. I think so. Yeah, yep. Other, yep, other was, than uh, you, I think my, I think that was my my second expedition race. So I was pretty new to it at that point. Oh, what was your first one? Uh, Florida coast to coast. Okay, so that's a. I'm pretty sure that's a race. Lines, I might have done those two this the same year. I'm not sure which same one came year. first. I think coast to coast came first. Yeah, because they're usually early in spring, you know, February or something. But, um, and that's a lot harder race than, than I think people think it is. I know, when I talk to Ron, you know, he's kind of like, no, it's it, yeah, it's flat, but it's got some hard nab, right? Yes, it does. Especially now that Ron's taken over uh, race director <laughs> duties there, and uh, him being the <laughs> uh, the navigator that he is, I think I mean, last year's had 120 points. I think he had out there for the yeah. 72 hours, so it was 
it was very tough. A lot of bushwhacking, you know, a lot of swamp, uh, you know, wet feet the entire time. And, uh, that's, that's where I, you know, learned to race and got into adventure racing. So, uh, and, you know, teaching my Colorado teammates that it actually gets cold in Florida too. And when, when you're <laughs> wet, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> surprises a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. I think, I think every place kind of has a surprise. I mean, you know, that's, that's kind of the enjoyment, right. Of, of racing is you never, you you can think you're prepared, but you're never quite sure. Yes, that is true. Yeah. So, and, and uh, you know, Florida again, trying to convince uh, the the Colorado teammates to go down there, and you know, the the beauty of Florida, people, uh, I don't think, yeah, underestimate this, yeah, the the sunrises on the water with the alligators yeah. and the birds, and uh, it's <laughs> definitely a a beauty that a lot of people don't don't think about or get to see. Yeah, because you guys went last last spring, right? This what, 2015. So well, just, this, yeah, this, yeah, this last year. March. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So, um, so what was uh, what was the teammates' um, verdict after doing the race? <laughs> I, I think they both really enjoyed it, and I know uh, my teammate. Uh, well, I think Ryan and Chelsea both said that they would like to to get back there and do it again. Um, yeah. And yeah, they they appreciated the unique challenge of navigating <laughs> the flatlands. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole different thing. So, um, FYI, FYI, if any, Ron, if you're listening, um, I'm still waiting to hear. <laughs> I'm trying to go down to to shoot it this this year. So, yeah, I gotta okay. I gotta throw a plug in every oh. once in a while. <laughs> Yeah, no. yeah, Ron. Um, if you're listening, hello. I kind of when I first started racing, he was uh, he he was one of my teammates that definitely showed me the ropes uh, with regards to navigation. So I, I learned a, a ton from him early on. And tell me this: we're here, we're on our tangent. I bet you he's a good teacher of navigation, isn't he? He is. He is. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I know that from Expedition Idaho, they had one of their challenges was one teammate got some Legos in a shape and had to describe it mm-hmm. to another teammate to put it, and the other teammate had to put it together. And, and people struggled 5, 10, 15 minutes, and he grabbed his, and I think it took him like 15 seconds to describe it and for his teammate to build it. So that's wow. uh, that, yeah, that's listening a, to your podcast. Po- your interview with uh with mark and yeah you were saying that that's yeah that engineering brain <laughs> yep yep exactly do that stuff so, quick. yeah so um let's see where are we at? primal quest <laughs> so oh yeah that race <laughs> that race remember remember or have you wiped it all from your uh mind <laughs> no it was such good memories it will it will always be on my on my heart and mind <laughs> Yeah, good times, yeah. and I've, you know, we're trying to figure out a way for family and friends to, to watch, you know, watch it. We, I kind of hosted a a viewing party at a friend's house that had the channel, so um, was able to get uh, Olaf and Whitney to come down. Mm-hmm. I think Julian was was out of town, and uh, of course Fletcher lives in Salt Lake, so um, yeah, we we had a, a pretty a good a good party there. But you know, friends, family, other racers. Yeah. I mean, I don't think. Jim and Jason from Bones have seen it, and I, I keep yeah. saying, "I'll try to get it to you if I can." 
<laughs> I heard you may have a, a way. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll talk we'll later talk. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> what it, – it is kind of funny because it's, it's – Almost seems like it was a while ago. It's only been what two months. Um, I know. Yeah. I know. I'm still recovering from all my trials and tribulations and being sick and blah blah blah. But what? What's the one thing that maybe like in the middle of the day, just out of the middle, something from the race you'll think about it? Is it you know good or bad? Because I have I have a couple of things. I think I've talked about them before, but they're they're just a moment in the race that really stands out for me. Is there is there one for you? Hmm. Uh, I, I'm watching back, um, you know, outside televisions, uh, you know, special, the you know, the repelling with with the bike, you know, us being the the first team to do that, and uh, mm-hmm. just the, you know, I definitely will always remember how tough that was, um, yeah. as well as the, the Rubicon trail, just how, you know, worn out. And I will always just yeah picture that, <laughs> that mountain yeah. and those rocks. And, um, yeah, probably those, those two things. Yeah, I could, I could see that. So, um, what was, <laughs> what was the rappel like <laughs> with your bike? It, it with was, a bike that weighs. Yeah, it was tough. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was tough for me. Uh, that's my next major purchase is a bike that is much lighter than the one I have yeah. right now. Um, yeah, we uh, we had a hard time finding um, the point because we, you know, like a lot of teams went to the very top of Lover's Leap. Um, and, it, you know, we went, explored a different, a couple of different trails that went off the backside. And finally, I think it was uh, Olaf that looked down a you know, particular side of the uh, and where it dropped off and, and saw the flagging. So we were able to kind of bike whack down and around and, and we got there and, um, yeah, it's, you know, what, what, what do we do? And looking around and the volunteers are like, well, you're the first team to, to do this. So, uh, I figured it out. And, uh, you know, luckily Julian, um, was, <laughs> had been a, a ropes guy in, in the past yeah. and was able to, to rig our bikes for us. And, um, we sent Olaf and Fletcher down down first, and then him and I got ready, and he, he switched bikes with me because his bike was significantly lighter. Yeah. Um, but even then, you get to that edge, and uh, the, you know, the bike sitting there, you know, the, the weight of the bike, the pack, and then, you know, 500, 600 feet of rope, and I, you know, don't, don't weigh very much, so <laughs> pulling that, that rope up. Yeah, through my my rappel device, and it was a, a lot of stress on my body. And I think actually, right when uh, every you know the, whoever was the volunteers and Julian were trying to get me set up, and once everyone released their assistance, I actually uh, you know fell immediately. I mean, you know, we're also in bike shoes, and these rocks are are pretty slick, so um, I ended up falling and you know bike on top of me, and uh, a little embarrassing, and scraped knees and elbows and. And again, uh, get up and let's go. <laughs> and then you, you get to the bottom, and oh, it's a you know a major bike whack to get to get out. So it was, yeah. it was. By the time we we made it to a point where we could sit and rest and get some food and water, I was probably the most worn out physically I was during the entire race. That's interesting. Um, and it's something I wanted to talk a little bit about because, um, if people don't know you, you're pretty small. <laughs> Um, but a good, a good, a good power to weight ratio, let's put it that way. But does that kind of put an extra 
tension or stress on your body because you know you basically have to do the same thing that a 200 pound man has to do and you know you just don't have as much muscle is 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 that something you have to think about and and you know maybe you know maybe have different strategies for doing things or are you just used to it yeah that's like a I guess I'm just used to it. Uh, you know, having two kids, I uh, you know, push a double bob uh, running stroller when I I jog on the trail, so <laughs> a little extra weight there. But um, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually. What's funny is I'm kind of known for having bigger packs than everyone else because I'm afraid of the cold, so I always over yeah. over pack uh, <laughs> pack my stuff. Um, but no, I, I have a harder time with um, you know when you're doing a lot of hike a bike. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's where it affects me the most um, is is you know, with the bike and the pack. Um, you know, I, I'm not. Yeah. You know, I probably won't ever be the one that volunteers to carry the uh, the team gear. Enough <laughs> 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 weight as it is. Um, yeah. But but then there's times that I think it helps me on the um, on the ascent up Calvaris Dome. I you know I I love yeah. that type of stuff. I, I feel like I do pretty pretty well yeah. again the, the strength to weight ratio helps me in that yeah. that regard so yeah, i i really enjoyed that experience and i moved pretty pretty fast up those ropes so sometimes it helps and then um uh, i guess it was a couple of years that i finally uh said okay to being towed on the bike one time and um uh whoever it was said you know i, I don't even know you're on tow you're so light <laughs> ever since then i'm like all right hook, hook me Let's up go. there you <laughs> go don't even, grab it don't even know <laughs> yeah, so uh, I think so, that helps too. If I, if I help. You want to go faster? You want to tell me? Go for it. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, that's that's yeah. something to be said about being willing to do that. I mean, there's there's, I see people that are like, no, you're not going to tell me, and you know, they'd be faster. <laughs> so, yeah, but yeah, um, that was a big big moment, and when I just kind of realized like it's you know just like taking someone fat, you know, it's whatever you can do to get the team, make the team faster. Especially those first couple of days, and some of the guys, you know, are you know, yeah, significantly just the power and speed, yeah. you know, up front. Um, I, I I feel fine. I can go. I just yeah, you guys are faster, so yes, but yeah. So but that's, well, and that's I mean changed, yeah. changed my game. I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's simply the fact. If if somebody's feeling good and somebody's feeling bad, you help out the person feeling bad, no matter who it is, right? That's right. That's that. That's, that's right. first rule. That's first rule of adventure racing. The second rule is don't talk yeah, about adventure I racing. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I think it was Kyle Peters. It's not the who's the you know you're not as fast as your slowest number. It's your your fast as your average speed. So, however you can get that get that up. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, what's your, what's your favorite and your least favorite part of adventure racing? What, what would, what do you really want to see a lot of in a race and what are, what are, what parts you like? Oh good. This is only an hour. <laughs> uh, least probably, yeah, definitely paddle. <laughs> not, not a paddler. Uh, and favorite is trekking. Um, I, yeah, I love the, the sunsets and sunrises on foot. Um, yeah. I can, yeah, do that for, yeah. for a while. So, uh, that, and then, I mean, I love the team dynamics. I, yeah. uh, I just, uh, it just adds so much and you, you come away from these races, you know, best friends with, with the people. So the team dynamics and you're getting to see some pretty amazing things on, uh, on foot is my favorite. 
Yeah. So you and Julian have raced together before, right? But you hadn't raced with, with Fletcher or Olaf? Correct. We had, uh, okay. Julian and I had done Cowboy Tough was our, our first race yeah. together. No. And were you, when you did Cowboy Tough, were you, were you planning on Primal Quest then or were you still not sure? Yes, we were de- we were planning on Primal Quest then, okay. and we were uh, we had actually had conversation with Olaf prior because we we lost our fourth team member to a an injury, and so yeah. uh, we had put the feelers out for uh, a, you know replacement. And uh, Olaf had shown some interest, and you know, oh by the way, we're going to be at Cowboy Tough together. Let's talk. Let's you know kind of see how we race. Yeah. And it actually turns out that we were were with them a lot, so we got to kind of hang out and see how each other raced. Um, um, but yeah, so we we were actually trying to put a four t- four person team together for Cowboy Tough. That would be the team that was going to Primal Quest also. Mm. Um, to kind of get that uh, training, it, it didn't work out. We couldn't get people with enough you know time off and yeah. you know, other you know, reasons why you can't race as often. <laughs> so, yes, so, yeah. But yes, we There's, yeah we did, did um, have that in mind. Okay, so yeah, so that I mean that was kind of even though you guys weren't racing together, you and Olaf, but. You kind of got a feel of where where each where each team was, and if you know, you definitely don't really want a teammate that's like two days behind you, because you know you want them to be kind of the right. same speed. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, it worked um, out perfect because we were we were with them with them a lot. Yeah. So I asked I asked everybody else on the team, so I better ask you. But so, what was your first thought when you woke up that morning and Olaf was sick? Uh, I was probably the most negative out of everyone, Um, you know, not really knowing Olaf and, uh, you know, it it definitely sounded like to me he was not wanting, not wanting to to start the race. So, um, yeah, I actually walked into the hallway and uh, called, called my family and kind of, you know, broke down a little bit, like, I I put all this training and time and, you know, I I just, to to race this race and be unofficial, I just don't know if I if I can do it. Just I don't know the the competitive yeah. side of me just really couldn't. I don't know. So I, I was pretty pretty negative, and and Julian right away said, you know, he's I think the word he used was uh, warrior. He's a fierce warrior. He'll come around. I go, All right, Julian, and he he stayed positive, and sure enough, it it worked. Out. You know, luckily yeah. we got to have that conversation with Whitney, and she told us what to to give him, you know, what, what worked for him and it, it got him out of, out of bed and then the shower, he felt better and all right, I guess we're doing this. So that was, yeah, made the day. So yeah, it turned the that, day around um, at that point. Yeah. I mean, how, what, what did it feel like when, it, when it's like, oh yeah, we're going to, we are going to be able to do this. So, I mean, you probably went from, it, it was, it was relief. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like we were pretty down, and, uh, and just <laughs> everything we've gone through to to get here, and to now to not even be able to compete. Um, so then to you know we have a chance now, and let's be positive, and let's you know start the race now. Let's get on the yeah. boat now. Let's get on the bikes. Just one one step at a time. And there's a huge sense of relief at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, in an an expedition race like that, you really should be just thinking, get on the boat get to the end of the boat but i but you know looks it seems to me like a lot of people kind of especially maybe that first day are 
overwhelmed by the whole thing. So do you think, and I've asked this before of everybody, that it was kind of a silver lining because you had to just like, okay, we're going to see if we get this first part done. And you, and, and you kind of went easy. So, I mean, obviously at the end it worked great, but do you, I mean, mm -hmm. hindsight, do you think if Olaf had been healthy, do you think he'd have still kind of been in third place? Or do you think he might have yeah, blown out or gone I, too fast? Or I, I think we probably would have been pretty close to to where we we finished. Um, yeah. And he'll say that he he slowed us down, but I, mean, I don't. We had other things going on between you know the bike situation and you know the the first night nutritional. You know, get that first uh, bonk out of the way, and you know yeah. people just you know for me, I I warm up slowly on the bike. It takes me you know a little bit to get going, yeah. so I. I don't. I don't think we, until he slowed us down that much. Um, mm -hmm. he, yeah, I know he'll say that he did. Um, I know for Fletcher, you know, carrying a lot of his stuff, like him and Julian split a lot of the the team gear. So you know, maybe. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I I, I guess my I'd say I don't think it affected us as too much. Um, no, I and here's my take because for some reason I think I probably spent more time with you guys than any other team. It just, you know, that's how it works. Yeah, out. we love seeing or, you. <laughs> I think we got the most uh, Pepsi's or Mountain Dews or Cokes or whatever. There you go. But, um, yeah, you just, you seemed like you were always just moving at a deliberate pace. Um, you know, it, 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 there was just something a little bit different about the team. And it's one of the reasons why I'm talking with all four of you because it, it, it was very interesting just well i mean you know i i mean i you know saw a lot of god's own and bones most of the time but but for some reason you know we were just always there together and it was just interesting to see the dynamics and and you know i, I don't want to say i felt like i raced with you but i think i feel like i yeah. i i saw your race more than anybody else's so and that's yeah. my, and I keep thinking you guys started slow, but you finished strong. You know, who knows? Maybe if you started fast, you'd have finished the same place, but you'd have been even more wasted at the end. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, you're right. Who knows? <laughs> well, that's, that's why we like to speculate, you know? That's right. <laughs> we don't, we don't need, we'll, we'll uh, leave the thought process out and just make up stories, but <laughs> What's yeah. the one thing at at Primal Quest that surprised you the most, either good or bad? You know, something you you, you uh, didn't even think, or you thought it was going to be hard and was easy, yeah, or vice it, um, versa. Yeah, good question. Um, I, I you know listened to my other team members' answers to this question, and <laughs> I, to be honest, well, Olaf's answer of you know the you think it being you know seven to ten day race. You know, it'll get harder. You just, you know, it, it was my first um, race over four days. So, um, but yeah, just that learning that day three and four are probably the worst. And then kind of after that, you mm -hmm. settle into that rhythm and it, it doesn't get worse. So I think the biggest surprise is that seven to 10 days wasn't any, I guess, any harder than, you know, a four day race. Huh. So that was That's interesting. Surprising. Yeah. Well, of course, my theory is all, all adventure races are three days first day the last day and the one in the middle so i think you i think you're just i think you're uh validating my my theory there 
So, um, yeah. did you think it was going to take you as long as it did? No. And I say no, that because when they on the website it said that. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you look at you look at each individual thing, and you think, well, that bike ride isn't that far. That's you know they're riding a hundred miles. You know, it's going to take twelve hours. Well, it took twenty four. And it, it seemed to me that almost every section like that, every every different section just took longer than you than I, I thought it would anyway. Yes, that's exactly true. I'm pretty sure every section we, we predicted how long it would take, you know, just to, uh, you know, pack food, you know, how much do we need? And every section was longer than, than what we thought it was going to be. So, yeah, we were, um, you know, we, we went into this pretty positive that we'd, you know, be, um, we'd do pretty well. And we were confident mm-hmm. in, in our, uh, you know, our abilities. But so when uh, the, the website said that the top teams would be finishing in four to five days, you know, we were, looking at maybe five six days so yeah it uh it was it was a big surprise i think eight and a half was our our final so. yeah i quite honestly at the start of the at the start of the race or you know the race meeting looking through and i'm thinking teams are going to be done by monday or tuesday what you know, this race is going to be over and there's going to be four or five days of sitting around doing nothing so surprise yeah, it didn't and the, the dark zone yeah <laughs> Yeah. That's right. The the dark zones, you know, we were looking at that, you know, what's the first possible opportunity we can get on the water and here we are like barely making the the last cutoff. So we uh yeah, we didn't think we'd be, you know, taking that long. (laughs) But I let me this this is kind of a dumb question, but did you like the race? (laughs) I did. I did. I loved the race. It was uh during it, I you know, hated almost every second. I, <laughs> there's never-ending pain. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so during the race, I, I was trying to appreciate some of the the cool. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, the water sections, of course. You, you know, like, this is pretty pretty awesome, and some of the yeah. the views and the you know the the rope sections. So those, I think everyone you know, during that time, you were able to soak it in a little bit. But it's pretty painful. So just you know, finishing and now looking back and saying, you know, I did that. And that was that was just an epic race. Um, yeah, I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was the coolest one I've ever done for sure. Yeah. Well, according to a lot of people, it's the hardest one anybody's done. So, um, yes, that, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Do you think another, like a four day race is going to be kind of, uh, I don't know if boring is the right word, but a little bit of a letdown after doing after doing something so hard and so epic, how do you, how do you not? Well, I'll ask you how was how was nationals because that was what a month later, and it's kind of a different race could be in a sprint race, but right. Um, and that's was pretty. I mean, I guess it's cool just because we, we we did well. Um, but uh, <laughs> if there's an epicness scale, <laughs> it was yeah. uh, not quite uh, the level of primal quest, but. Yeah. Uh, it was it was still good just to see so many uh, teams and for me uh, a little bit of a reunion with all the the Florida racers that I've, I've raced with in the past. Um, see a lot of those teams and so it was it was it was a great race on a different yeah totally different scale. But you're right, it was it's, you can't compare can't compare. Yeah. <laughs> so are you gonna be looking for that that next epic expedition? Which you know 
it may not be until Primal Quest next year, but it kind of got you hooked on yeah. longer, harder, faster, more miserable. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I can yeah. do this. I can do anything. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, let's, let's see what uh, next season brings. Where, where are the big races? And, um, yeah. you know, eventually I want to you know, get to the international level. Um, uh, just, yeah. So, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm hooked in uh, Primal Quest or whatever. I'm, yeah, so, keep it always well, I did, looking at the schedule. What's, what's coming up? Yeah, I know. I'm like everybody else. I keep getting, Honestly, probably three or four messages a week. Like, you know anything? You know anything? Anything? What do you hear? What do you hear? <laughs> and it's like, no. Nope. So yeah. we'll just we'll just keep waiting. So, um, so you guys, you went to nationals and got another third place, which is pretty cool. But um, you raced with a little different team. How did how did that happen? Yeah, uh, yeah, we actually got second place. Um, oh, second! Yeah. Uh, with Jason and Jim as a team, um, as goals. Uh, uh, yeah, it was uh, racing with them was awesome, and it was one of the first things I got to ask Jason when he picked me up from the airport was, "What happened in Hellhole?" <laughs> 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 I think everybody. Uh, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and yeah, we've had that conversation too. <laughs> Yeah, and, the bad, bad, bad words for him are hellhole and uh, God zone. <laughs> he doesn't want to yeah. hear those words. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, they're both super strong and great guys, and um, yeah, I would, uh, you know, love to continue to, to race with them in the future. Um, yeah, it was a good time, um, yeah. and they're, they're both really strong navigators too. So that that was fun to Kinda see nice. and to witness. It's, like, we, we weren't necessarily running the whole time we were just hitting you know, every point pretty much right on and um, you know it got us the, the best orienteering team award for the race uh, so that was was pretty cool too yeah there's a couple of interesting people so um, actually I think uh, Jace, Jason this podcast will be next week Jason's is going to be this week I think <laughs> so Okay. And yeah, we'll gotcha. get to hear a little bit more. But if I keep it all straight, yeah, in my head. Jason. But, yeah, yeah. So, no, I appreciate I, that them both for different reasons. Uh, yeah, Jim was probably more intense, yeah. but like that competitive spirit and drive, like he, you know, he's you know a hardcore racer, and um, you know, Jason, yeah, uh, yeah super positive. And I was, I was trying to draw. Uh, maybe you can draw some some other questions. That you know, what, what happened when you guys were in Hellhole and. Uh, yeah. You know, did you fight? And I was, I was looking for more of the team dynamics. And he's like, "Oh, we, you know, we weren't fighting. We just, we were just pushing and trying to find a way out." So, very, yeah. Very Although, <laughs> yeah. It, this is actually one of the things that I keep coming back to at Primal Quest is when I was lost and ran into him in Rubicon. Mm-hmm. It was the most not Mary and Roy that I had ever seen. Um, I, th- I think they were having a bad moment when I was with them. Yeah. Um, but uh, which you know, every everybody has anyway. But yeah, it was a uh, kind of bizarre to uh, to see that yeah. from those two because they're two of the most positive people in the world, and they were not right. yeah not having a good moment. But um, I want to ask you yeah. what's and, and I'm not sure what the question is, but 
what's what's the different mindset between a primal quest and a 30-hour nationals how do you i mean there's they're so different how do you how do you wrap your mind around each one hmm. Hmm. i actually i don't know if i if there's a stress out level i, I probably worry more about the the shorter races because i am more of a um slower longer uh, <laughs> more endurance type racer yeah. um so i i'm pretty confident in my abilities and you know that i can uh, kind of be a, a strong teammate for the long races i i always worry about slowing my my team down for the the faster for the shorter races than mm -hmm. you know keeping the speed up um so yeah it's you know, as far as packing goes i i don't you know it's 24 hours are easy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, okay. Like, yeah. We don't need anything. I'm finally to the point where I'm okay wearing the you know the same outfit for that time. You know, first start racing, you, you know, change clothes a bunch yeah. and the transitions are real slow. So you know, you're at the point where you don't need anything for a 24 hour race. But um, at the same time, you know, I, I, I worry, you know, am I going to slow my team down? You know, so whereas, yeah. uh, the longer races, like, that doesn't, doesn't bother so. me. <laughs> So I'm going to assume you would rather do a longer race than a shorter race. <laughs> I do, yeah. My my passion's the the 24 hour plus, and then yeah, definitely the I feel like my strength as uh, you know being a good racer is definitely in the, the multi day. <laughs> yeah. Three days plus yeah, events. Um, so I mean, I, I like the shorter ones too. I just yeah, I think that's probably where I I shine the most is the longer races. Yeah. yeah, you're the, you're a diesel. Yeah. Takes a long time to get going, diesel, and you just go. never, <laughs> never stop. Yeah. Um, I'll start using that. I'm a diesel. <laughs> that, that's what I always was when I was racing. I would say, mm -hmm. I, well, when I when I won my 24 hour world mountain bike, um, my my last lap was exactly the same time as my first lap, which neither one was very fast. Right. But I didn't slow down. <laughs> so yeah, that, there's that something to be like said me, about yeah. not. Yeah, not slowing down is a good thing. Yeah. Yep. Um. So how did you get started adventure racing in Florida? To to go back to where we were an hour ago, half hour ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I um, yeah, I was doing uh, triathlons and um, like marathons. I did some longer distance races that way and then uh, I actually had a, a friend in physical therapy school from uh, Michigan and from Grand Rapids actually and she she had been doing adventure racing before she came to Florida so she you know told me about it and and then I actually had some you know, totally unrelated you know separate friends that invited me to I think it was a 10 hour was my was my first and um, you know two other people on the team that had done it before you know dropped pretty early and started having issues and i felt good and kind of realized at the end like maybe maybe this is a sport for me i you know it's fun it was you know, involved endurance but i really enjoyed the, the team dynamics and then you know i'm super curious about the navigation right? i wanted to to get into that right away so uh yeah, yeah just some friends inviting and i got hooked right away because i felt like it you know something that i can be good at and started uh, you know, talking to um, guys like Jeff Flinder with Border Extreme and Jake Brewer and Ron Eglin and all those people down there. And Pangea mm -hmm. was putting on, uh, you know, a bunch of six to eight hour races. And 
know, one 24-hour race. And so, yeah, just slowly, slowly grew and got addicted more and more. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah. Yeah. Came, came out here to Colorado, and I think this is where, yeah, expedition racing, uh, you know, I'm going to travel, I'm going to travel for the, for the big races. So um, got into more of the you know, wanting to do the longer races. Yeah. Well, it can yeah, it's kind of hard to travel halfway around the country to do a 24-hour race, isn't it? Yes. Yes. It is. Yeah. I'd, I'd much rather go Yeah, I mean I mean it's the same way. I'd much rather go shoot a 10-day race. It just you know, better use of our time. So um So you're going to be involved with the uh the Nomad next year? Uh, not with Nomad. Well, I'm, I'm part of Journey Racing, and uh, obviously you know that. Uh, yeah. Chelsea, um, you know, I raced with, with her, and you know, she lives um, pretty, you know, an hour and a half away, so we get to see each other and train together sometime. And I had um, talked to her about you know, doing my own race, and uh, she's like, yeah, you know, let, let me help you, and let's get that going. Yeah. So you know, I'll be a race director for a, another race, a 24-hour race yeah. that will be called um, the Never Summer Adventure Race next August out of uh, Grand Lake. So, so yeah, I get to uh, wear the uh, race director hat for the first time. And uh, still deciding if I want to do like a four-hour beginner race in addition to that because I know, you know, especially after listening mm. to, to Mark's podcast, <laughs> I, I do have an interest <laughs> in growing the sport, but, you know, my passion as a racer is with the longer races. So I, uh, yeah. I, I think I'll probably throw in a short one too. But, yeah, so um, Journey Racing is helping that um, I'm the, be the race director. And we just got it... Um, sanctioned by USARA and it'll be a regional qualifier in addition to the Nomad which is Journey Racing's 48 hour race that will be yeah. in June so uh, pretty, pretty exciting we're you know I've you know I've, uh, Colorado's you know this amazing country it is it's pretty you know the, the permitting issues out here um, you know with the wilderness areas and then some of the yeah. and just getting the special use permits for off trail you know, is a little difficult to to have a lot of reserve you know a variety of races out here but i just i think it's yeah. a good middle ground you know the west coast and the east coast and be really cool to kind of bridge bridge those racers and get them you know get more kind of yeah. in the center of the the country and it's obviously it's gorgeous country as you know <laughs> so yeah. um but yeah i just kind of have this, this dream that maybe you know journey racing can kind of split that you know the two two sides of the country and get more you know people racing together yeah, yeah. well it's always surprised me that there's not been more racing in Colorado. Other, you know, the, the extreme races and seem and they seem to do quite well. But, but yeah, the no. I, maybe there are not that many racers that want to do a a 24 or 48 or whatever in Colorado. I, I'm I'm really anxious to see how the Nomad does. I I, I would, you know, I, I'm just very yeah. curious. So and and now your race too with 24. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. yeah. Now all we need to do is get some West Coast races because that's kind of a dead spot too. So. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I said there's a, a lot of uh, active people out here, but it's you yeah. know trying to you know get those active people to do adventure racing versus some of the you know the other sports that are available. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, we're, I think we're trying out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it might might be the one thing in Colorado is you've got all those people that that do all those sports they at least they have the gear I mean that can be a huge thing yeah that's you know I mean 
Have you yeah. have you ever sat down and thought not you'd be I know we're we would be afraid to actually figure it out, but to think about how much gear you have. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I, yeah, I'm actually looking yeah. <laughs> at all my you know action packers, every every shape and size of a uh, gear bin. And, yeah, yeah I, I guess it's good when people uh, need to borrow stuff. We we have our <laughs> all our toys. Yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah it is over the years how how much money we've we've spent on this stuff. It's, yeah, probably yeah. probably we, a lot. <laughs> yeah, we we have a whole room, so. <laughs> Of of uh, adventure race stuff plus the garage, but so the only the only thing that does, makes it look a little better now is most of my bikes are hung up high because some reason I can't get Chili to ride a bike with me, so I haven't been on a bike very much. But <laughs> so um so so you're gonna put on a race next year. Do you have anything else on your schedule? Or you, is still a little early for that? It's still a little early, and um, yeah, and, and you know, there's nothing said, but we, as far as the family planning stuff, uh, we we might, I, I might be out for next season because uh, of uh, baby baby number three. Again, uh-huh. nothing, nothing happening yet, but we're but. we're wanting a third uh, a third child, so so might might have to put uh, 2016 16 on hold and then come back uh, full force in 2017. So that was also part of the reason I wanted to. Um, put on the race director hat and start getting into that. I thought that would be good timing to yeah to do that. If I I can't you know I can't race can't race. You might as well yeah be. too many <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Well you know so yeah, we're looking at my, my family my family planning <laughs> sorry my family planning timing is a uh, is all around adventure racing. <laughs> you know you uh, have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least it. No, it's not a problem if if you admit it, so you're okay. <laughs> but, all right. <laughs> so, so well, so well, we'll say um, good luck. Can't say congratulations. But we'll say good yeah, luck. Yeah, thanks. Um, let's see. No, thanks. <laughs> yeah. These, this is one of those times I had a couple of things that I probably am forgetting about, but, um, uh, you know, I heaven forbid that I would ever give myself a note or anything so <laughs> yeah I don't want it to be I don't want this podcast to be too professional um, oh I, I, do, I remember one I remember one thing I wanted to ask you is how much money did you spend at Taco Bell oh Oh, I think it was maybe only like 23 or 25 dollars it, it wasn't a lot <laughs> it was a uh, uh, that that didn't that didn't stick out to me as much as how slow they were. I mean, we, our brains were not moving very fast. It, it was it was it was not the fastest Taco Bell I've ever been to. <laughs> no. no, it uh, wasn't. But well, of course, yeah, I, I, you got a little more than you normally did too. So, <laughs> no. and um, that, that's right. That's yeah, you're true. <laughs> let me. Have you ever eaten Taco Bell not in a race? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Holiday days They're, especially. Yeah, those, gr- those grilled stuffed burritos. I mean, sometimes you still, uh, I still have a craving yeah. for those. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong like going to Taco Bell once in a while, right? That's the whole secret. It's not every day. Right. Yeah, so. Right, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think 
you know, I always say, here's my last question, and then I have more. But, and you pro and you should know what the last question is, right? No. If if you were not family planning and you were getting ready to go to a race, are you still packing the night before you leave? No, I guess that question. Um, <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a planner, and I I'll start a, a week in advance and try to be pretty much done uh, before before the night. You know, the night before so um yeah i i'd like to get that get lost the night of sleep <laughs> so <laughs> no i i probably i i'm a planner so now i yeah i'll have the, the my food uh, bags packed you know a few days in advance and then my, my gear bin will well start on that maybe a week in advance and you know of course you have to you know buy a couple of new things for each race so i guess that all yeah. <laughs> that all taken care of so no no i'm not another night before attacker <laughs> Oh, well, that's the wrong answer, but I guess it's your answer, so. Um. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Actually. I, I, I'm sure there's last-minute things. You still have to throw it. <laughs> yeah, that, and it's not, it's not even the last-minute things. I mean, I'm like, you know, you would think I have my gears out almost probably easier to pack, and I'm still throwing it in the night before, but I don't know. It just time expands or, or your work expands to fill the time you give it so i guess i just That's as long true. as you don't worry about it right right and if anything i, I probably throw in an extra layer or two for the you know my fear is cold and as well as uh you know whether i'm going to bring my farmer john uh wetsuit or the long sleeve wetsuit so <laughs> i might change out which wetsuits uh, a couple times okay yeah but, uh, so yeah, what the prediction of the is it the weather prediction is going to be? Well, I'm I in some ways that that's the way I am. I always I'm carrying way more in my pack when I'm out than than I ever need. But it's like, you know, the one time that you want it and you don't have it, you're not going to be happy, right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, no. yeah. So. Well, cool. So, well, this took us a while to get this scheduled, but um, that happens a lot with me and trying to get people. You know, what I've found, people have lives outside of adventure racing. Can you imagine that? <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But, uh, I, it's, and you know what? I'm doing this race. Uh, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say that. It's actually the hardest people that I have to talk to is almost anybody in the mountain time zone, in this time zone. I don't know why, but, you know, somebody in New Zealand, it's like, oh, yeah, that works. And I've just discovered they can do it at 9 o'clock in the morning and it's 3 o'clock in the afternoon the day before here and it works out. But um, I think it took me yeah. four months to talk to Mike Closure. And then we finally ended up doing it when he was in an airport. So it's just oh, nice. something. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, we had to anyway. reschedule ours because of your pneumonia. Your pneumonia. How, That's how true. are you feeling? I am actually pretty normal other than I have um, one leg that's got an edema in it. It's all swollen up, although it's starting to get better. And it's not bothering me, but it looks pretty funky. So, um, hmm. And we don't know if that's kind of could be a side effect from some of the antibiotics or not doing anything or uh, so who knows so but it's 
I'm getting to the point where I can actually do something. I can work. That's a plus. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm breathing okay. That's got cleared up. So, um, yeah. It was it was not much fun. Okay. So, we're better now. Yeah. So. And you heard, yeah, you heard Olaf got a pneumonia after Primal Quest as well. So he, yeah. Uh, he yeah. Both, yeah. Both so, yeah. You guys, uh, um, yeah, Julian had no voice. What what was um, the worst thing you had coming out of it? The the worst thing, um, yeah, real, the the tone numbness. Um, okay. Oh, actually, I had um, for for a few days. My uh, I didn't know if I'd gotten into poison oak. Both my arms were swollen and itchy, like with a rash on you know, both arms. And I think hmm. we concluded it was some type of like sun rash, but it, I mean. It, it, you know, I, I was thinking it was poison oak. So that my arms, it's pretty, you know, almost like I did have poison oak for about, about a week after the race. So huh. um, then, then I did end up with a, a little bit of poison oak on my legs. So the itchiness and the, the toe numbness were, were the worst for me. And and then, um, uh, you know, still two months later, my my uh, needing another pedicure just to <laughs> get the feet back uh, looking pretty. Again. <laughs> so they took a beating so. for sure. <laughs> So you, so okay. N- next time you do a ten-day adventure race, as soon as you get back, go get a pedicure like two days later, just to see what they're. Yeah, what, I have uh, to regain. I have to regain <laughs> feeling first because I'm afraid you know one of those razors or something gonna get me. I'm not gonna know it. So I like to get a little feeling back before I let these lady, ladies take a greater to my feet. Again, at you. So, yeah. uh, and don't get one before the race. When Paulette did Primal Quest here, one of her one of her teammates, his wife thought she'd be really nice and and got him a like a like a day at the spa and part of it was she got a got a pedicure, and they took all the calluses and everything mm-hmm. off his feet, and I mean he oh, yeah, suffered. No, we need those calluses. Yeah. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, but so okay. Yeah. Well, you know what we do? We we're gonna close this up, and then and then I want. Then we're gonna chat for a few minutes, but uh, I'll tell everybody to you know go fast, take chances. Uh, good luck if you're going to Worlds, and if this comes out after that, great job at Worlds, everybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, good job. Yeah. So, well, thanks. I mean, this has been fun. Took us a while, but it's been fun. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, Eddie. Hey.